0: Lord, we thank you for allowing us in the presence this evening. Father, tonight I would like to speak briefly on the event of Passover. Lord, in regard to what a meaning of it is that we truly do not maybe understand or we don't care to look at. But I'd like to look at it this time because it's truly very important at this time. Lord, when you talked about the time of your three days and three nights in the earth, actually in the heart of the earth, you were comparing it to Jonah. And Lord, the people do not seem to look at that and consider the event also of the exodus of Egypt. Lord, the great suffering of that day was truly the heartbreak in Egypt, dear God, the The pride of the people of the nation had not brought them to to surrender to the Lord. Their priests and so on were rebellious to all the plagues and so forth. And even when it got to a point, uh, Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he wouldn't let them go. But Lord, they sacrificed the firstborn of all the people of, of Egypt. Of all the families of Egypt that were not sealed by the blood. <clears throat> Lord, at this time you've given some very strong words, it's what's going to happen at this time. About how many are gonna die. You said in the fourth plague, for example, that the fourth seal plague. You said in there, Lord, that, that death in Hades is coming, and Father, you said that one fourth of the people will be under their rule. Lord, that's a terrible thing because death and 80s can certainly destroy them. Father, that would be a tremendous amount of people in this day when there's 7 billion people on the earth. Just a terrifically horrific number. But my point tonight, which is really why I'm feeling sad, saddened tonight, is, dear Lord, that, that we don't care About the destruction. That's coming. Lord you've made it clear. That we're coming to war. Your prophetic words are making it known. And Lord you've let me understand. These people that run the world. And Lord what the intent of their hearts are. And Lord what their instruction is. And Father they are telling like now. They're sending the ships to North Korea. And they have troops. Tanks and everything loaded. in, in both Lebanon and in Jordan, dear Lord, that they can attack Syria, and yet they say they're not going to. But history has proven, Lord, with this Congress, the Senate, and the presidents, none of them tell the truth. Lord, they all lie and deceive, and they'll do whatever the Crown Trust tells them to do. And, Lord, they want to keep the people complacent at this time. They're stirring them up because you said, dear Lord, in your scriptures, that the devil has to make known what he's going to do. But he's going to do it by deception. He's going to show us. He's showing us very clearly by his actions that he's got the world leaders gathering for war and the Middle East gathering for war all over the world. Every country is torn apart and will be torn apart because, Lord, you said all the nations are coming against you. And, Lord, in Ezekiel 38, dear Lord, you make it known that all the peoples of those nations are going to turn against each other. And dear Lord, you have made it clear, dear Lord, it's going to be terrible all over the world. People haven't seen world war all over the world. It's been in places, but not all over. But you said, Lord, in Matthew 24, 21 to 22, that they have never seen a time like this. And you echoed it and verified it in Mark 13, 19 to 20. Lord, this war is going to be horrible. And the people are going to see it and children are going to see it. And, Lord, is going to come with complete economic destruction. But, Lord, more importantly than that, tremendous loss of life, of innocent life. I say innocent because they're innocent because the knowledge of truth was not preached to them. Well, they preached lots of messages, gave lots of prophetic words in your name. Lord, they healed in your name and did many things in your name, but they went about it lawlessly because they would not discern and rightly divide the word of truth, which is what overcomes the world. Overcoming the world means bringing the world to righteousness. And, Lord, I pray that they will understand that we lost the opportunity of the evening that you gave us, dear Lord, when you promised us in Zechariah 14:7, that there would be light. And that meant, dear Lord, that all of us could have been saved Every person on earth could have been saved. But as it progresses through the night, dear Lord, and and the night even continues in the morning because, Lord, the sun doesn't rise on those who are not set apart, but the night continues upon them as darkness. And we're in the morning of your day. The sun has risen for those who have the words, but we see the darkness. We see, dear Lord, the destruction that's coming upon the people and the promise. Lord, try to make it known to them what these people are doing. And, Lord, it appears, dear Lord, that you're going to give us time. We have a short amount of time. I believe, Lord, we got basically seven weeks, the times of the Pentecost, until Pentecost. Because, Lord, in the days of, of the first time when you brought your word for the people of the house of Israel, just as you're bringing it now to the people of the house of all the world, all the Gentiles and Israel. And, Lord, at this time, as it was then, dear Lord, you caused on the first day of the week, dear Lord, in the afternoon of the first day of the week to come upon to your disciples in the upper room and you breathed upon them where they were gathered, hiding. Lord, I pray that there are going to be many people at this time gathered. Tonight, dear Lord, is the 15th of Nisan according to the calendar that's in the scriptures, not according to the Chabad calendar and others, but the best one we can discern. By the scriptures, whether it was last night or this night, it should be this night because last night was certainly the, the full moon. So, Lord, what we're saying is which had been on the 14th. Lord, people need to understand that you were sacrificed on the 14th and the greatest of life, in Other Otherwise, the people had the ability. You were in, the, in the afternoon of the 14th, you were sacrificed. But the 14th of this Sun in your day would have been just like it is in this day. Which is always a full moon. It's almost always on the 14th of Nisan. And Lord, it meant that the fullness of light was available to the people. Just like it was in the first seven years of the day of the Lord. It began in 2003. For seven years there will be light. The word was available to them in all measure. Full measure, full pardon, full forgiveness, full everything. If they would come out. But Lord, they're waiting for a war. They're waiting not to, not to harvest the world, but many are waiting to punish the world. Many are waiting for vengeance. Many are waiting for everything. But, dear Lord, you said vengeance is yours, not man's. Lord, in this time, we are to plead the case, dear Lord, to, to erase the judgment. And, dear Lord, we see it with, with Jonah. I don't think there was any mistaking that you caused it to be with Jonah. Lord, with Jonah, your God, he was cast down into the pit. I've, in the book of the testimony of Numbers, I revealed in there, dear Lord, that he went down into the, past the waters, past the deep, into the place of the weeds, which is the bottom of the pit. The Lord, you brought him back out of there. You would have internally destroyed him from there. And brought brought him back and had that fish deposited on the earth. Lord, people don't understand this. That was it. But I've explained it in many writings previously. I'm not going to take the time to explain it now. But dear Lord, after he had had come and went through the city. And then the king progressed it and made it known everywhere that no one was to eat or drink. Not even water. Dear Lord, because they were hoping and pleading that you would change your mind. And Lord, this was a pagan nation that had done so much evil. But this is the power when we speak your words with authority because you tell us to speak it to a people, dear God, that have not heard the word. And Lord, that is the power that we should be looking at at this time. Lord, we should be looking to convert the world into righteousness, no matter what they've done. Nineveh had done horrific deeds in Israel. And Jonah couldn't stand them. He wanted them all killed. Oh, Lord, there are people like that today, dear Lord. They want their enemies destroyed. But dear Lord, this is a time that you said all that call upon your name should be saved. In Joel 2.32. And dear Lord, we ignore that because we want our way. We are so arrogant and proud, dear Lord, we want our way. We send missiles and preachers were saying, strike Iran and so forth. That is nowhere to be found to be agreeable. With the righteousness of this day when you've risen and now as the son of righteousness. For there's nothing of you in that. Father, you said that to Jonah, dear Lord, you you had that. You told him, dear God, you had a tree shading, dear Lord. You brought a great heat upon him. Dear Lord, because, dear Lord, you're going to cause the sun to be seven times brighter in this time. And, dear Lord, it's for your people's sake. But it's for terror for those, dear Lord, that are against you. And, dear Lord, you then raised up a little bush or tree. Dear Lord, it covered him with shade. But then, dear Lord, you had a worm come and eat that because that's the way of his spirit. And, dear Lord, those and he should know, dear God, because he, he was taken out to the pit. And, dear Lord, all the people, are gone; their, their final being it sends out into the pit, dear Lord, after the great white throne judgment, and before that in the deep, and so on, dear God, the way they are thrown out. Dear Lord, I go into the body of a worm and It's explained from the scriptures. It's clear in the scriptures. It explains this. People don't want to believe it. But dear Lord, that's why you had that worm eat that tree, the thing that was shading and protecting him, so he might learn. And you said to him, when he complained bitterly against that, and cursed the fact that you had had sent him back to heal these people because he knew you would you would heal them if your word went out. And dear Lord, <clears throat> you told him there's 120,000 people in there, a city of 120,000 people who had not heard the word. Lord, a thousand is a meeting of he who overcomes. Ten is the perfection of the earth, and 12 is the government and authority. Ten times 12 times 1,000. 120,000 people, symbolic of that. And dear Lord, what is also symbolic of is the fact that Jonah didn't want to have them saved. But Lord, here is a people that were most evil on the earth. Nobody would believe that they would turn in revival. And yet they turned with the pouring out of your word. And Lord, we are not seeking the knowledge of your word. And with that as an example, that it turned the evil Nineveh. Because the words were spoken, and the Spirit spirit went forth and stirred these people by the word that was spoken. Lord, if you will send your people out to speak the word, dear Lord, they will turn. But, dear Lord, you said in Jeremiah 16, 15 to 18, dear Lord, yet this day you're going to send out fishermen. And, Lord, I believe that in these seven weeks between now, dear Lord, and, and Pentecost, there is a time, dear God, that these people can be turned to your truth. Lord, it's a wonderful time, and I pray, Lord, that they will understand it. And Lord, we pray, dear God, that they will be caused to understand, dear Lord, why you did it that way. Dear Lord, each week is the way of the seven spirits. And dear Lord, that is what is being pointed to at this time for the real Pentecost to come. And the disciples say Pentecost fully come, and I thought that meant there was a double 50 days until what I, I don't think that's what it's really referring to now. I believe, Lord, what you're talking about is the power fully come. It's like the Passover meal. Lord, people will argue that there's a Passover on the 14th and the 15th, Cedar 1, Cedar 2. But, Lord, you held the Passover meal on the 13th, as I pointed out in a writing from the Scriptures. Dear Lord, it's up on the website, the events of Passover week. So, Father, and you call that, Lord, Passover. And on in Numbers, and uh, I can't remember the scripture, but it's in the book of Numbers, dear Lord, it says that the 14th is the Lord's Passover. Or Lord, the meaning of the Lord's Passover is talking about, dear Lord, when it's a time of great mourning, dear Lord, it's a time of the sacrifice of many, but dear Lord, the sacrifice of you, and dear Lord, at this time, you said, dear Lord, you're going to provide a great sacrifice. Lord, there's going to be a blood shed on this earth. Dear Lord, it's a terrible thing, and it's coming. Lord, it didn't happen on this day. And dear Lord, because there's a special reason for this day. Lord, you said in the book of Enoch, dear Lord, I understand that you say in there, dear God, that on the 14th of the 7th month, which is now. Dear Lord, there'll be a great earthquake and a shaking. But people, dear Lord, are looking for an earthquake that that like a California plate, change or something like that, dear Lord, in the earth. That's not the kind of earth that you're talking about, just like, dear Lord, when you said you'd be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Lord, the earthquake that you're sending at this time is your spirit being moved to these people. And, dear Lord, you're going to cause their elements to, to tremble. Lord, They're going you're going to cause them to feel something in their souls, dear Lord, to feel it, dear God, and understand, dear Lord, these times. Because, dear Lord, when your spirit is going out like it has now going out, and, dear Lord, it's going to start moving these people, and the ones that are arrogant, the ones that are evil, they're going to become more evil, more arrogant, because, dear Lord, they're going to get the will of the desires of their heart. If they want to control vengeance, if they want to control financial resources, if they want to control that, they're going to go towards that work. Lord, it's not of you. Today, dear Lord, you're calling for fishermen. To speak the words and cause the people to be, come forth in a revival. And, dear Lord, you're going to pour out your spirit. You came in power on Pentecost at Mount Sinai. And again, dear Lord, at Pentecost with Acts 2 with the disciples. And you'll do it again. Dear Lord, I pray that this time the people have understanding of it and they'll understand, dear God, your wind is going to go out. The Spirit's going to call the people. But, dear Lord, before that, you, you came and you taught your disciples. Those who desire to be disciples, dear Lord, heard the word that you spoke in Luke 24, 44, and 45, the words of God. And they received it. They received the spirit of truth. And then they received the words. And then they were caused to know the scriptures because the spirit worked upon them. That's the spirit you have loose, dear Lord. But if they will not hear your words, Lord, they're going to hear by deception the words of the flood of the dragon's mouth is being poured out now as well. And, Lord, it was a prophetic word on this today. You're saying, dear Lord, that the people are going to be greatly deceived at this time. And, and, and it's going to be very enticing to them because, dear Lord, the earth is being shaken like it was in the days of King Uzziah. Lord, on that day, dear God, you caused your the earthquake to be a shaking of their sins, dear Lord, making them known. And dear Lord, people are going to start seeing sins on some of these people. But the most important thing, dear Lord, at this time is because what you did, dear Lord, you gave the opportunity even to the people of Israel to receive the word. And beginning the first day of the week, dear Lord, you caused the spirit to be received that your disciples desire to receive it. You told them to receive it. And Lord, I pray that you'll cause that message to go out, dear Lord, on this on tomorrow night, dear God, which, dear Lord, would be the first evening, uh, well, be the next evening, dear God, or the, the, next, the next day, which would be on Thursday, dear God, at, in the afternoon when you poured out the Spirit on them. And the evening of Thursday, dear Lord, which is the second day of the week, 17th of Nisan, is when, dear Lord, you caused them to begin to hear the word. And dear Lord, because of the Spirit, they received it. They began to hear the word. And Lord, I pray that they will seek and ask you now for the Spirit of truth to be poured to them, that they might hear your words. Because dear Lord, it's your words and the knowledge of them. By the time it came around to Pentecost, the disciples were ready. They understood the words and they understood the works that they enabled. And they were able to go forth and begin to speak of the good news, of the words of God that unlocked the promises of God. Prepared for the foundations of the world. And dear Lord, many good things were happened that day. But dear Lord, right now is the time of the preparation of fishermen. I pray, Lord, that they will hear and come forth. They'll receive the words, dear Lord, and want to know more. And Lord, if you have them gather, let them gather. Dear Lord, and pray that they will hear the word and be hungry and thirsty. Lord, if you will have us teach, dear Lord, I pray that you'll bring those, dear Lord, are humble before you and Dear Lord, who wanted the the revival to come. Lord, not vengeance, but like it was for Nineveh, dear Lord, a complete salvation. A change, dear Lord. That city was not destroyed until a hundred years later. Because even though they got the words then, dear Lord, and they walked truthfully. Dear Lord, there was a time when the children turned away and didn't keep the words. But dear Lord, at this time, they're pouring out the word. And even in Nineveh, Lord, was there enough shepherds that came? Dear Lord, none of them wanted to go there, not even Jonah. Lord, I pray at this time, dear Lord, that we will see, dear Lord, that all of the people need to understand your truth. We've explained, dear Lord, the importance of your blood last night, dear Lord, in that audio message and how it proves that you're the Messiah. Dear Lord, how it destroys the plan of the Crown Trust because, dear Lord, they they wanting to block that knowledge, dear Lord, that your blood was real. Dear Lord, they want to discredit and they want to do everything they can to block that because, Lord, they're preparing a false messiah. And dear Lord, I pray that they will be disclosed. And dear Lord, it shows the evil of the people of Israel and the evil of the leadership. Dear Lord, that would block such an important event from the people of the world. Dear Lord, they're like Jonah. Dear Lord, they didn't want to see the people. Lord, they want to see the world go on as it is and prosper. Lord, they're of the world and not of you. Jonah was not of you that day, Lord. You used him. But, Lord, you used him as an example to us of what not to be. And, Lord, we pray that you'll help us at this time. Lord, that we won't be like that. We will desire all men to be saved and come to knowledge of truth as you did on the cross. Lord, let us have compassion. Let us understand, dear Lord, that your spirit is now moving this day. And, dear Lord, very soon you're going to pour it out. Dear Lord, you gave it to the disciples in the afternoon. Dear Lord, the first day of the week, which is the afternoon of Thursday in comparative times this week, Thursday this week. Lord, I pray they'll understand it. Lord, how fitting that that day by our calendar, Lord, is the 13th. Dear Lord, 13 is the number of our decision of love. And you said, dear Lord, in John 14, 23 to 24, that we don't love you. If we will not hear your words, dear Lord, I pray they'll understand what that means. And if we don't discern your speech because we do not have your words, dear Lord, what a shame it is. Because, Lord, you said that those people, their father's the devil. That means their root is in the devil. It's keeping them with a hard, a stone heart, not allowing them to see the, the, the spirit of truth and the flesh of heart. Dear Lord, we pray that they will have a heart of flesh and not a heart of stone. Father, we pray, dear Lord, that you'll help the people at this time to understand these great things. Lord, it's not a great message tonight that to your people, but Lord, it's an important one. Lord, I pray that they will understand, dear Lord, it's time for the harvest. It's going to be a summer harvest. I believe that the war is going to be held off until then, but then you're going to turn it loose, Lord, and they're going to come. Lord, it's you, the restrainer, keeping them back, giving the church a time to come forth, it's a calling to your fishermen, and Lord, I pray that they will come forth and be disciples of you, hearing the Word and going forth, speaking and doing the ways of the words to enable your good works and Lord, if the people do not receive that, the oil that they have is going to go out in the night, because it's not the oil of truth, it's not the oil that we are require to be set apart by in john seventeen seventeen and Joel two twelve to twenty where we're supposed to be sanctified, and sanctified comes by receiving your words that are truth. John seventeen seventeen. Lord, I pray that they will understand this and receive it, because it's a critical time, Lord. We pray it in thy precious and thy holy name, in Jesus' name. Amen.